0: Little Bo, yeah.
1: Little Bo Peep. Huh? Uh. Okay. Little Bo
0: Huh? Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Jacqueline Tobaroff. And I'm Tamara
1: Lashcheck, And we are your hosts of the Bo Peep podcast, where the men are women, the women are men, and the sheep are confused. So, Jackie, what are we going to talk about today? There's so much, but I think today let's
0: discuss the big lie, whatever the big lie is. I just want to read to you, if you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such a time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic, and or military consequences of the lie. It thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent, For the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie, and thus by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state. This was brought about by Joseph Goebbels, a Nazi, a celebrated Nazi. It has been co-opted by the left to take on a whole new meaning. So the same people that call everyone else Nazis are co-opting a term created by a Nazi. And it's just fascinating how they do it without any sort of comprehension. The implication that this has to people myself, I'm offended by this as a Jew. So I think we should discuss the big
1: lies. What are some of the big lies being told today? The branding of the big lie has been used by our media in order to describe President Trump's stance on election fraud. They are calling President Trump's action of accusing the Democrats of cheating in the election as the big lie. So what proof when you say
0: something like that, there's so much pushback whenever anyone says there was election fraud. What sort of proof do you have? What are you backing this up with?
1: I'm only making a statement that the big lie refers to election fraud. I'm not making a claim whether there was or wasn't. We wouldn't be able to
0: know because they didn't even really take it seriously. They dismissed it on standing. They never even got to discuss it before any sort of judging mechanism. It was never discussed. It was
1: dismissed. So our first episode, we talked about the media in America and we talked about misinformation and disinformation campaign. I do not watch the news, but was watching the news for some time. And the reason I stopped was because I felt I wasn't getting any information. I was only getting a narrative. Then when I would form my own opinion and I would raise my opinion, I was being met with hostility and vitriol. Anytime you are being pushed in a certain direction to think a certain way, believe a certain thing, it should always raise a red flag and you should take a pause and wonder what is behind it. In
0: any direction, whether it's coming from the right, the left, Healthy discourse is how you form an opinion. Factual information is how you form an opinion. How can you decide anything without having
1: all sides of the story? Yes. So going back to the big lie and election fraud, not watching any mainstream news, but watching what was going on on election day with the election. I felt that President Trump won the election. That is my personal view. And the reason I felt that was because you don't win so many down-ballot elections without the top of the ticket having a victory, because it is a wave and all ships rise with the tide. The Trump win would have raised all the rest of the down-ballot tickets. So that was my instinct when I watched the election. Additionally, when I was watching the election, I saw President Trump starting to win Pennsylvania and then the voting stopped. And that gave me pause for concern. The big lie
0: is that you can't even discuss it. The big lie is that the evidence wasn't even allowed to be presented. The big lie is a dismissal of something before there's any investigation into it.
1: That's what I meant when I said anytime somebody wants you to believe something so certainly and is pushing you in a direction, you have to say, OK, what's going on here? There was complaints about these Dominion voting machines. If you look at Smartmatic and who bought Smartmatic, which was China before the elections, Venezuela's involvement, and you start looking at all these details, wouldn't it just make sense For both Republicans and Democrats to want to give comfort? Of course not. Are you crazy? Are you
0: (laughs) you, cocoa for cocoa puffs? (laughs) The, The left, listen, they're happy. I don't think the left is upset about election fraud at all. They wanted this guy. Look, even before the supposed election fraud, there were so many signs that Biden is not up for the job. It's dead eyes. It's. A degraded individual, okay? They wanted this person. I do not think the argument can be made that if only the left knew about election
1: fraud, they'd care. I don't think they cared. You want to have safe and secure elections in your country because you want to have the confidence of the people. Because if you want to have a democratic republic, you need to have the people and the citizens have confidence in their election. You think the progressives want a democratic republic? No, I don't actually. But for the health and wellness of our democracy, they should. It's become
0: abundantly clear that the left, the progressive left does not want a democratic republic.
1: It's interesting you bring that up. So I've been following this case and it is a very difficult to really find any information. I mean, there are a lot of people who are investigating this. There are tons of lawsuits that are being filed at the state and local levels to protest the election. But this goes back to the big lie. They
0: repress it. They suppress it. They burn it. When I Google certain people that are controversial, it's very difficult to find them on YouTube. This is even before President Trump Lost the election, or perhaps allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. This goes way back. There are certain people who I was interested to hear what they had to say, whether I agreed with them or not. I wanted to hear their perspective. You could not find them. They were dead. They were canceled. It was as if they had no work put out for years. There are many people like this: Michelle Malkin, Joe DeGenova. I could not find these people anything recent on them
1: or their work on Google, on YouTube. this This is what the Chinese Communist Party does. They disappear people. And this is what our tech oligarchs have started to do, too. I have been doing a lot of research and the evidence is pretty extraordinary. And looking at the battleground states where I think majority of that election fraud even took place, I think that the evidence is pretty compelling. And we're starting to see that it is coming out. There are situations I know in Arizona, there's been lawsuits filed and they just won the approval in order to review 2 million ballots and the Dominion voter voting machine. Do you even
0: have faith in the system? I mean, when you say that it's now up for review, what's the faith that we're supposed to have in this system? Clearly, they're not even interested
1: in hearing the case. I don't have any faith in the system and i'm not even looking for the election to necessarily be overthrown biden has been inaugurated he is the president of the united states as a citizen and a patriot he is my president i'm not challenging that per se but i do question the integrity of the election and when i was watching it all unfold even though i am active in the political scene my reaction was I may never vote again because I don't have confidence that the election is truly democratic. Is that the point? That
0: is the point. The point is to disenfranchise you and to make you so depressed and down and hopeless that you never vote again, that you take no pride in this country.
1: You take no pride in your right to vote. Through my research, I don't know if you had the opportunity to read the article by Molly Ball. Was it in Time? No. Yes. Time magazine. Yes. Okay. You know, Molly Ball writes a very interesting article. Now, she's no Republican, that's for sure. And she talks about how the system, which includes corporate money, tech oligarchs, various branches of government, various organizations, various PACs, various activist organizations, got together and coalesced in order to make sure that they heavily influence the election and that Joe Biden wins the election. And they did it because they believe that Donald Trump was an eminent threat to our country, our constitution, and our democracy. he was too
0: powerful. There was no curiosity. There was no ability to even get to the root of the issue, which makes me think that there was no desire to do so.
1: Everything then becomes a lie. How do you trust anything? You can't. And this is why, you know, part of the reason we're doing this podcast is because I'm listening to the messaging and I'm not buying into any of it. Neither should you. What did Ronald Reagan say? Trust but verify. To pick up on that, how do you
0: verify anything anymore? We've discussed this at length off air, but how do you verify
1: anything? It is so difficult. And especially when you try to look at a topic as controversial as election fraud. The other thing is too. I'm 100 percent convinced that President Trump won the election and the enthusiasm for him was so sweeping. And even now that he has left office, he had something like 30 million downloads from his CPAC speech. I don't remember President Obama after leaving office being able to command such a large audience. President Obama was adored. So it's pretty surprising. Let's get into some other. What are some other big lies? We talked about masks in the last episode, but masks, that is another big lie. The efficacy of
0: them, questioning whether they work, the inability to get any real concrete evidence that they do. Yes, I think masks are the big lie. And I think the propaganda set forth by Cuomo, wear your mask. It's a sign of respect. It's a big lie. Cuomo's co-opted. They co-opt the progressive left, co-opt these
1: words, these terms, these phrases. As somebody who is Jewish, are you offended by the term the big lie and that the left-wing media is I actually am totally using? I'm totally
0: offended by it. I think i triggered left her. Has been hijacked by anti-Semites and Jew haters. Ilyan Omar, Talib, they love Farrakhan, Sharpton, the deal that Obama brought in with Iran, Pelosi. Sanders, they support them, Booker, yeah. Kamala. They just sit there in silence. There are so many high-ranking anti-Semites, Iana Presley. It's a poisonous party, and then they have the nerve to co-op the word "nazi. They just throw it out there. Everyone's a Nazi, except for them, they are the Nazis. They suppress freedom of speech. Freedom of religion, actually, they have been targeting any religious group creatives, anyone with a difference of opinion. You talk about Nazism, you talk about suppression. It's coming from the left. Yeah. And I have a real problem with them using a term
1: crafted by Goebbels while they're doing just that. And they've literally taken that branding and have applied it to President Trump's statement that there was election fraud and they have called that the big lie. It is offensive. I'm not even Jewish, and I think it's offensive. My ex-husband's mother always keeps talking about how President Trump reminds her of Hitler. I always press her on it and I say, why exactly? Where are the concentration camps that he's been building? And she's like, well, it's really his make America great. That's what Hitler called his campaign. Make, you make right, Germany it's, it's great. So, such a horrible thing to say to want to have your country be great. The tying of President Trump to Nazis which was a horrific, Which is murderous so regime. So actually, offensive. It's
0: it's so offensive that they could try and make someone who has physically done no harm to Jews, but actually helped Jews. When you talk about the embassy in Jerusalem, his family, he Jewish family members. It's so offensive that they would take something as serious as the Holocaust, as Nazism, and degrade
1: the meaning. That's what's offensive about it. Yes. And we talked a little bit about that in last week's episode when we touched upon racism. By calling everybody a racist and saying everything ties back to racism dilutes the actual definition of the word. And I feel the same thing with calling President Trump, who has harmed no one. Calling him a Nazi and tying him back to Hitler is pretty offensive. But I think it is intentional the degradation of the
0: lexicon. When you dilute words to such an extent, it makes it okay for people like Omar, Talib, AOC, Ayanna Pressley to say anti-Semitic words and really... Concentration camps at the border. That's correct. another thing. Concentration camp victims were... 60 pounds skeletal. The abuse that happened at the concentration
1: camps to even put that at our border is just outrageous. I've been to Auschwitz and Birkenauer. And when you go there and you bear witness to the land that is left behind by the atrocities that were created there, it is so heavy and so deep. For anybody to be connecting President Trump's behavior, if anybody's behavior should be connected, it should be the Chinese Communist Party.
0: Let's go to systemic racism. I think that's another big lie. Let's go there.
1: Systemic racism. Is there systemic racism, Jackie? What are your views?
0: No. Just to even take the interview, and I don't want to spend too much time on this since we did discuss it last time, but the Oprah interview. So you have a black billionaire interviewing a black multimillionaire lecturing us about systemic racism. The black millionaire is sending off missives to various sites, BBC, that she doesn't want old white men commenting or interviewing or hosting anything that has to do with the special.
1: But even going deeper into that, for Meghan Markle to actually make the accusations that she is a victim of racism is really pretty astonishing given that I watched that royal wedding. She was embraced, endeared, adored. She's
0: loaded. She's celebrated. She's famous. How? It really baffles the mind. And all these elites, again, that are jumping to this makes it even more unbelievable. Serena Williams or Beyonce, also incredibly successful, fortunate women that have prospered. America is, what, 13% African-American, Black?
1: Yeah. Well, Meghan Markle has become the poster child of Woketopia. So it doesn't surprise me that Hollywood and your elite athletes have supported and defended her throughout this. But going back to your comment on racism in America, I've had a number of conversations with Black people, particularly after the looting and rioting of Soho. I, again, believe that there are pockets of racism Like you said, there's pockets of anti Semitism for sure. We're human beings, we are flawed. You're never going to eradicate it 100%, no matter how hard you try. But let's recall that we have had a black president, and there is only 13% black people in this country. So he was elected by white people. If we were so systemically racist, I can promise you he would not have been our president.
0: I think also another example of racism is that Kamala is vice president. She was clearly not liked by her own party, yet she was chosen specifically because she was a black female.
1: Is she black or just a person of color? And there is there is a, a distinction. distinction. She's half Indian and half Jamaican. Well, isn't Jamaican black? I would think so, so yeah. She's so she's really half
0: black. Mixed,
1: okay. But I don't even think that matters as long as she's a person of color in some capacity, because identity politics is really what the aim is. The big lie of the systemic racism is, again,
0: to perpetuate some sort of divide, anger and strange globalist phenomenon where you erode Judeo-Christian values and you throw everything up in the air. We're unmoored. There's nothing um, holding us
1: together. Just be aware if anyone is trying to spend a lot of time, money and energy to try to convince you of something that should automatically be a red flag. You should take a pause and really check what is really going on, because there is noise and there is signal. And what we're being fed is a lot of noise. And there's a buried lead in every single story that needs to be explored. Another example of this could be the whole thing with Cuomo that has recently come up and the attempt to get him to resign.
0: That's also a big lie. That is a big lie. That's a big lie. They're focusing on the micro rather than the macro. 15,000 people perished under his watch in the nursing homes. And now the focus is on six, seven victims of sexual assault at his hands.
1: But even more than that, I believe that the whole reason that this is now brought to light and again, outrage over his poor governance when just less than a year ago, he was heralded from people across the country and the media and he won an Emmy And he had a book and, you know, they were talking about him running for president. There is a reason that this is now front page news. They want him out of the way. Somebody more powerful than him wants him out of the way. That is why this is happening.
0: So what's the big lie with Cuomo? The big lie is what? That we're now pretending his crime is sexual assault, although of course, that is a crime. Well, I think it, that it's that it's the main thing,
1: that well, that's the main event. That's I, the lie. I think that the lie is that they care about any mistakes that he made in general. That they, they don't care. They don't care about those women. They don't care. They don't actually even care that he killed so many people in the nursing home with his poor decisions. I think that they are just going to use anything that they have against him to bring him down. and. The reason, I think, is because they want to make sure that Kamala Harris has a clear pathway to president. And I think a good little soldier in this is AOC, who now has officially come out and called for his resignation.
0: Look, no one loves this more than de Blasio. You want to talk about the big lie? He has destroyed, with Cuomo, New York. And now it's like he's being put on a pedestal or forgotten in lieu of dismantling Cuomo de Blasio is horrible too.
1: The interesting thing is while the big lie is being perpetuated and whoever is orchestrating it and for whatever their reasons are, there are tons of sort of bottom feeders that capitalize on the lie as well, which in this case, de Blasio will welcome the diversion. Anything that takes the spotlight off of his ineptitude is actually... I'm sure welcome in his administration.
0: Another big lie is that Democrats are liberal, yep. that they want unity,
1: that they're inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, the unity is, is 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 really laughable. There is
0: no bigger bully than the Duchess. Forget even that everyone's racist. They have had such an issue with bullying,
1: and the left is the biggest bully on the block. Yes just your initial statement that democrats are somehow liberal and open minded is the biggest lie many of my very progressive friends are extremely aggressive i mean my own brother it's not enough for i mean i say to him listen you're allowed to have your opinion and i'm allowed to have mine but that's not enough he is not going to rest until i adopt his opinion i have to believe what he believes
0: It's so incredibly narcissistic. While I'm out there getting these petitions as I run for city council of district one, I've had so many people say to me, Oh, not in this district. You're in the wrong neighborhood. You're in the wrong neighborhood. Like, this is their neighborhood. Can you imagine saying that to someone and then pretending you're the unifier, that you want unity, that you're inclusive? I mean, God forbid you say you're a Trump supporter. God forbid you wear a MAGA hat. And what? You can't be a MAGA supporter. Seriously, why, yeah. why? Yeah. can you be a, an Iranian supporter? Can you be an Ayatollah yeah. supporter? Clearly, they're OK <laughs> with BLM. They're OK with destruction. They're OK with criminality. But you, ca- w- what happens if you
1: wear a MAGA hat? I wouldn't dare wear a MAGA hat because I would feel unsafe to wear a MAGA hat. They have literally made it so that a MAGA hat is synonymous with racism. Well,
0: I, I think the other amazing thing you talk about language is a Democrat, the Democrat Party. They're not liberal and they do not believe in democracy.
1: It's not the entire Democrat no. Party. There's lots of people that are moderate that I think are quite sensible. The extreme wings and the fringe of both parties are pretty terrifying.
0: I agree. It just seems like the left Is doing a lot more damage, and the left is much more accepting of damaging viewpoints and people than the right. I think everyone on the right that's not a psycho condemns anyone in the KKK, where again, I think the left, the DNC, has been hijacked by many virulent anti Semites. I haven't heard any of the prominent people on the left come out and say otherwise. Where is Pelosi? Where are these people? Where's Schumer? Where are these people shutting down these poisonous beliefs of anti-Semitism? You see much more hate against Asians. And Biden did address it very watered down, very feebly. Where is de Blasio talking about all this crime against Asians right now? It's a one-track
1: echo chamber. Also, what happened on January 6th at the Capitol? I think that's another big lie. All summer long, we have watched our neighborhoods burn. And we live here. We have literally seen it. We're not inventing this.
0: We're not taking this from what we've watched or we've read. We've walked through Soho, Tribeca, Greenwich Village, Manhattan in general, Upper East Side. It's been
1: devastated. Yes. But in our nation's history, the Capitol has been stormed a number of times and people have protested. I think what the big lie is is that a bunch of Trump supporters invaded the Capitol with an attempt of insurgency. I, I mean- they have to say that, though.
0: And the reason why they have to say it is because they've never denounced BLM. And now they never have to because this happened and this is the same thing. I've had people stop me and say, as they're screaming at me that they're not going to sign my petition, which is fine, that. They want to know what I think about the storming of the Capitol. What did they think about the BLM protest? Why is the impetus on me? Why is this something, you know,
1: that I have to explain away? Look around the neighborhood. Look what's gone on here. Another big lie is also how Washington, D.C. is basically looking like Berlin after the occupation. Razor wire, fencing all around the Capitol. The lie is that there is some kind of threat by the MAGA movement that it's going to storm the Capitol and take control of the city. This is psychological warfare as far as I'm concerned. 7,000 troops guarding our nation's capital and razor wire. For it's, just, what? it's just so
0: offensive as they want to get rid of, strip our rights of the Second Amendment. Security for them up to the hilt for everyone else.
1: No, the big lie is that there is some threat in the nation with a bunch of Trump supporters and the MAGA movement when, look, again, there are fringe. There are radicals on both sides. Is storming the Capitol wrong? Of course it is. But I mean, I saw a lot of those videos. There were a lot of people that got swept in and were walking around, looking around and were even surprised that they were let in. So, How do we even know though?
0: We're in a time where we can't even verify anything. How do we know what's going on in Washington? Yes, we've all seen images or many of us have seen images of the barbed wire and we've heard what they're telling us is the reason behind it.
1: We're not told what the reason is.
0: No, we are that there's an imminent threat that MAGA protesters are going to storm the Capitol. Is that what they've officially said? Officially? I don't know, but we've definitely heard rumblings. It's not because they're fearful that
1: Antifa or Chaz is going to pop up next door. I mean, we haven't heard any real intelligence on why our capital is right now being fenced and razor wired. Listen, I've never been to a Trump rally myself. I've seen a lot of Trump supporters. My relatives are Trump supporters. My 80 year old aunts are Trump supporters. These are your average Americans. They're not insurgents. They're not radicals. I'm not buying any of this BS. I think that it is part of the big lie. There's so
0: much misinformation and there's so much false narrative out there. It's just really hard to tell what is truthful, what isn't.
1: As somebody who ran for office, I mean, I have such a different perspective now that I was actually in the system a bit. You're seeing this as well. Certainly when you're part of an institution you see that there are a lot of people that make money on the establishment and the institution. It's in their best interest to make sure that the establishment operates with the status quo. Do you
0: think people are aware that there is this lie going on right now, which is pretty much pervasive. It's not even one lie. It's constant lies. It's constant lies. So do you think people are aware of it? I mean, we know we've seen the polls that more than ever people distrust the media, but do you think that people are
1: affected by these lies? And if so, how? Yeah. I think America is waking up and more and more people realize, I mean, I talk to people all the time in different states. They think that the media has just gotten so ridiculous and so Complete and total propaganda. This is just average people who normally just watch the news just to get some information, really have strong opinions about the news now. There's still a great amount of people that ingest the news and take it at face value. The reality is people don't have time to do the research. Perpetuating the narrative and saying it over and over again works.
0: What about even with the vaccines? So during President Biden's address. He didn't mention warp speed. He didn't really reference President Trump at all. Without him, we wouldn't have a vaccine. It seems like he's taking credit. It seems like he's not giving credit where credit is due. What do you think about that?
1: I mean, my personal view is I want this pandemic to be over and I really don't care. What
0: about the pandemic? Is that a
1: lie? I mean, we have a pandemic,
0: but Italy is about to shut down again. Is it a lie? The measures that they've gone to to suppress us, to shut us down, to lock us down, is
1: that a lie? Did we need it? There is a pandemic. So we're not deniers. We are not doubting that, or I'm not doubting that there is actually a disease that is killing people. I'm not either. Okay. So that's first of all. I am certainly questioning where it came from, the intentions of why it's here. And why we're not allowed to get to the bottom of it It does not seem like a
0: lot of people are. I have to tell you, it does not seem it seems like people are very content to follow these illogical rules, whatever they are, whether it's one mask, eight masks, anal swabs, (laughs) um, getting vaccinated. Look, I got vaccinated. We discussed this. I I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I did not want the vaccine. I got it. I felt pressured to get it. And it's an interesting story because the people that scream at you for not wearing masks then bully and shame you when you get a vaccine. I didn't steal anyone's vaccine. They've been throwing out vaccines at the end of the day at various pharmacies. I felt worse after my vaccine than before it. I'm hoping to travel again sometime in my life. I've been reading the post, seeing these scary articles that you're not going to get into MSG or wherever it is if you're not vaccinated. So they are definitely pressuring people to get vaccinated while simultaneously bullying you if you do get vaccinated. It's a lose-lose situation. Is the big lie
1: also how we've handled this pandemic? Absolutely. The fact that we're not getting to the bottom of where it came from, why it's here, how it got here, all of these questions. And when you raise these questions you know, on social media, your social media account gets shut down. Why? Okay. There's lots of people that are making money on this pandemic. Our government is using it to their advantage, whether it was brought here intentionally or inadvertently. Never let a good crisis go to waste. For sure, they are feeding us more lies around that. You can't BS people. Ultimately, people have a sense of what's going on. And this is why you have so many people who are challenging what they're being told. This is why you have so many people who aren't obeying and are just wearing masks blindly. I mean, someone said to me, and it was actually quite interesting about the whole concept of masks and how it prevents you from smiling at someone. And we know that smiling is actually a very simple way in order to boost endorphins and to raise your your mood and bring you to a place of euphoria. It's actually making people more depressed, not being to see other people smile at them. And this is probably a strategy, too. At this point, I don't know what isn't the big lie. I sound like a crazy conspiracy person. And I sound like um, I sound like my father. My father used to be like, don't trust the government, you know, and Social Security numbers used to track you down. (laughs) Don't give them a real Social Security number and all this stuff. And we thought he was crazy. God rest his soul. And, you know, he was more right than anyone I've ever met. (laughs) So um, I do think that we are being fed a bunch of lies. I think that now more than ever, it is important to use your common sense, your best judgment and question. This is, again, why we're doing this podcast. We're raising the questions that are on people's minds. From a New York perspective,
0: it is so bad here right now that
1: if you're not speaking up,
0: I don't want to say you're part of the problem, but it's problematic. Things are bad. And I think as a mom of two in school, you have to start speaking up wherever it is. If it doesn't make sense, you've got to speak up. And we've got elections coming up in 2021 for the mayoral seat as well as city council.
1: And this is your chance. And you can't be afraid. I mean, you can be afraid because when you are met by the mob, it's terrifying. But we have to take a stance. We each need to do our part in standing up yeah, or we're going to so. lose our freedoms and we're going to lose our country.
0: I think so. I don't think we can afford right now to remain quiet. I think these are not fringe feelings, fringe ideas. What's fringe is the proposal of what we adopt. And to what you said, the extreme on either side is horrible, but the left's presentation of what they want to adopt is terrifying.
1: While the extremes are horrible, they too are entitled to their opinions. Yeah I just don't necessarily agree with them. I and, don't And
0: why do you need someone monitoring what you can hear? Aren't you smart enough? aren't you capable of deciphering for yourself that some fringe KKK situation is wrong? Why do you
1: need that taken down? Why can't you decide for yourself? This controlling the narrative and this pushing of propaganda is really problematic. You know, I would encourage everybody to speak up because this is a hill worth dying on.
0: Yeah, I think so. So, on that note, on the hill that we're all going to not (laughs) die on, let's leave you with something optimistic. Please join us every Thursday for a new Bo Peep episode, and we will be dropping one. Weekly, every Thursday. So it's, yes, yes on Instagram, it's the underscore bow underscore peep, where non-sheep-like discussion takes place. Yes. All right. Thank
1: you, everybody, for listening. Bye. Peep. Thank you. Bye. Little Bo peep.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Little Bo peep. She lost a sheep, y'all. Don't know where to find Huh?